You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Happy Throwback Thursday, everybody. Happy Thursday. This is the first time we've actually recorded on the actual day that we're releasing the podcast. We were were running a little bit late. We've had a busy week. I was up in Boston. Um, You were? Yeah, I was starting rehearsals for Drowsy Chaperone. and And you've been... Boy, you know, I have never been to Massachusetts before. Oh, it's beautiful. I mean, I've, I've done a couple. I did a show in Cape Cod once, but um, the actual like Boston experience I find oh, so right. fascinating. Um, are you are you like in Boston, Boston? I'm in a place called Plymouth Beach. Oh, but we, which is where the Pilgrims landed. So I saw the rock. The, the rock. You saw the rock. Which is actually kind of a pebble. Oh, have you ever seen it? No, it's very tiny. It's a it's a very very tiny rock. It's not oh. as big as you're uh, expecting. And then the Mayflower is usually there, but the Mayflower is having renovations done to it and is gone. Um, so Donna Murphy wow. goes on for the Mayflower when the Mayflower is <laughs> not around. Um, but you know what I learned about people that live in Massachusetts, and it's not necessarily um, a negative thing? Everything is wicked awesome. Wicked. Yeah, wicked. Everything's yeah. wicked. How you doing? <laughs> yeah, wicked. Good, Yeah. <laughs> Everything's everything's wicked. I was I was really? kind of surprised. Yeah, like the only thing I'm a little concerned about is asking people who do theater. Like, have you seen Wicked? Yeah, it's Wicked. Oh my god. No, but what? But how was Wicked? Yeah, Wicked, 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 Wicked. wicked. Yeah, brought my kids. Yeah, David, David. Yeah, Wicked. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm a little concerned. But I think I'll, I think I'll pick up on the language. I had a, a crab yeah. cake, which was amazing. Did you now? Yeah. So I'm enjoying my time in Plymouth Beach uh, doing Drowsy Chaperone, which opens but June 8th. You're in New York right now because you came back again. And I, then you're going to head back out there again, I believe. Correct. 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 So our next favorite thing will be, you'll be there. Your next few favorite things will be on location in Boston. You're going to have a good time. Behind the Wicked Garden. It's Broadway's uh, Wicked Legends. And you're directing Drowsy Chaperone. I'm directing Drowsy Chaperone. Um, and strangely enough, uh, you're not the man in chair, <laughs> even though you have played that part before. I have played the, the role of the man in chair before, and a very talented young actor who actually listens to our show, named, which was so nice to hear, named David Grosha, is I playing know. man in chair. And David gave me a ride from the theater to the rehearsal hall, and guess what started blasting out of his car speakers? And then raindrops on roses and whiskers. Oh, even, be- even better, not us, the rink. Ah! <laughs> so I'm like, 
I'm like, oh, we're in, we're in here. Like, we're in. Yeah. He planned that. He knew. He knew. He knew. We're in that. Wicked good hands. Yeah. Yeah. Bottle washer. Um. So oh, one of my favorites. Doing what some cook and bottle washer does. That's a specific lyric. That's a good lyric. That's a specific <laughs> lyric. That's a dummy lyric that just sort of stayed in there. Hey, by the way, I don't know if you've seen this. Have you seen on YouTube that original footage from the rink has popped up? Uh, uh no. Yeah, uh, it's it, funny because that sort of ties into my favorite thing, but oh, not quite. But I have not seen – no, I didn't see that okay, footage yet. Okay, I'll so, have to go look for that. So very quickly, if you go to the channel um, Aurora Spider Woman, that's the name of the channel. Oh, I or, love this channel. I yes. know this channel. I know who that person is, but I don't know if I'm allowed to say. Mm. Um, anyway, so they they posted some really great footage of Liza Minnelli and Cheetah Rivera Fantastic. in the rink. None of Stalker Channing doing it, which is a little disappointing because you know Stalker Channing took over for Liza Minnelli at some point, right. and I would love to have seen Abigail Bartlett do Colored Lights, beads and bleachers and colored lights. <laughs> That's her yelling at Jed Bartlett. Um, a couple of so we should probably talk about some things. First of all, uh, we just wanted to send our condolences and our sympathy to the wonderful Ruthie Ann Miles yeah. um, because she's going through a real, real tough time now. She's an yeah, incredibly sweet person um, and a strong person and a resilient person. But we were sending her all of our love and warmth, and we encourage you to send your prayers and good wishes to her as well. Yes, indeed. So we're going to keep her in the front of our minds for the next few weeks. Um, and then, but on a more positive note, you and I got to see the last um, Encores show for the, of their 25th season. We got we to go did. see Me and My Girl together. Me and My, my Girl. girl. I, I, it was a charming, sweet production. I had a great time. It was one of the first musicals I had ever seen, and I don't think I had ever seen it af- uh, since then. So I it was so that. yeah, it was so nice to revisit it, and I, oh, I yeah. it was it was very charming. Christian Borle is um, a hard worker, and that that sounds pejorative, and it doesn't. This man literally sweating bullets, doing everything yes. he can to make things work, and they only have like what is it, two weeks of rehearsal? Yeah, somebody was saying that they only spend like ninety minutes on every number and every scene. So yes. how they are able to pull anything off is beyond me. So you yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, and weren't they originally uh, on script, Rob? I seem to remember the early ones, them carrying scripts around. Yeah, when the, when Encores first started, and that was, I think, Walter Bobby, who was the artistic director, they all wore tuxedos and evening gowns, were at music, at microphones, and, right. wore, and were on book. Everything was on book, and there was no staging, and there was no choreography. And then over time, that has sort of developed into fully blown productions. Now, an right. actor is allowed to still have their script if they want to, uh, but they are not. They are. Uh, they, if they want to put it down, they can. Uh, right, and if you don't want to be the only actor that's still on book, if everyone else is. Well, I you know. saw. I saw. I saw one of them where one of the actors was on book, and people sort of just like were snidely talking about it, and I'm like. <laughs> They've had like a day to put this show right. on. Like, like, come on, give the person a break. The rules are set. I mean, like, you're supposed to use your book, but you can use your book if you want to use your yes. book. No one is forcing <laughs> you, except the snarkiness of the bitter old people like me in the back row. <laughs> she only has seven lines. You can memorize them. Um, and they they came out with a new season as well. They announced that oh, was a big deal. Well, first well. of all, there was there's a little controversy about there that. was a little controversy Be, because for our listeners who Bring are un- it, yeah. unaware, City Center announced um, their season and Encore is part of their season, but City Center did not announce the Encore season in their first press release. So all it looked like was that City Center was doing or Encore was doing was a chorus line and uh, Lady in the Dark. <laughs> 
Everyone scratching their heads, thinking, well, this is a different direction. And going, what? What? Facebook blew up. Original cast recordings, email thread. Right, because everyone sort of has opinions about what the season should be of City Center. You know, everyone has ideas and everyone thinks it should be this or that. Don't bring the popular stuff. And then a chorus line, what? Yes, people went crazy, but then they made a correction. They were like, no, no, we're sorry. That was a mistake. So (laughs) the season next year, actually, I'm really happy with the season. Me too. I was so happy to see that. So congrats to Jack Vertel and Rob Berman for coming up with a great season. But the the fall is going to be a chorus line fundraiser. Gallum, which will be great because we haven't seen that show in New York for a while. And so. Bob Avian is is the original. I mean, he he's is setting it again. So you're getting. Oh, all I of didn't the know that. I mean, I believe I read that. Oh, yeah, that's Bob great. Is, that's uh, awesome. We should get him on this show. I think so too. Um, and then their actual three show season is going to start off with uh, "Call Me Madam," mm. Irving Berlin's "Call Me Madam," which they had done. At the beginning of Encores with Time Daily, like years and years and years ago. Yeah, so in the early 90s, I want to yeah, say. Yeah, like 94, yeah. 95. So they're bringing yeah. that back, uh, which is great because I love that score. I think it's such oh. a great, charming score. Um, and then, of course, the big question is who's going to take on Ethel Who Merman's role? People yeah. are wondering like crazy. And then after that is going to be Rogers and Hart's I Married an Angel which is a very dance-heavy musical, yeah. uh, and it's going to be directed and choreographed by Josh Burgas, um, who's oh, a marvelous director-choreographer, and then the one I'm most excited about, because I've been waiting yeah. for this one to come onto Encores for years, so thank you, is High Button Shoes. Papa, won't you dance with me? Please dance with me. Yes. Dance with me. I love it. I love that score. I still get jealous. Great oh, song. I still get jealous when they look at you. So th- this is my audition. This is my. Uh, I hope you don't mind my self taping. <laughs> no, no, it's great. I, I'm actually recording you right now. It's it's really great. it's a good work. I'm great. Really just proud of just you. tell them I'm offer only. I'm just doing this as a courtesy, <laughs> so they you can see dance though. They, yeah, they so they can see how great my dancing is. So that's um, the encore season. What a great season! So you know, it is, and we've never really you know that cast recording of high button shoes. Mm. You know, if you remember, it's only like. 25 minutes long. I mean, we're going to hear more material than we've ever heard of this show, not to mention that famous dance. In the the Max Senate Ballet, yeah. yeah. That, so that's going to be very exciting. I wonder if they're going to use the original choreography. I hope they do. I hope um, so, too. So that's going to be a lot of fun. So High Button Wonderful. Shoes, one of my favorites. Um, okay, so we've seen Me and My Girl, we've seen High Button Shoes, and now... Is it time for our favorite things? I do, but I think I just want to bring up one little controversial thing, and only because I just noticed it in my Broadway briefing. By the way, thank you. I still thank you every time I get that email because it's exactly we, what I We wanted. love Broadway briefing. Love it. I think the guy but, who um, created it was upset when I was like, oh, it's very um, cold and clinical. <laughs> he was like, I don't think he, I, he liked that, but I'm like, no, it's really a compliment because. Oh, no. Yeah, that's it's, exactly it's, what, it's what we kind of want. Yeah. It's, it's, or I should have said informative and to the point. <laughs> well, uh, well, interestingly enough, there was a, um, I saw an article about um, this uh, this community theater in um, Pennsylvania, the I Palisade Playhouse of Pittsburgh, Got not to be confused with the Pepper Pot Players, but um, a they, fictional uh, theater company. They had to close down their production of Big Fish because of uh, they were incorporating in the background of a scene uh, a, a gay couple. And that that became a controversial issue. The scene is not about that, and it was just they just wanted to represent that in the background. Uh, and I thought it was interesting because you were you and uh, we have not talked about this, but in a future episode we're going to talk about how Escape from Margaritaville did the exact same thing on Broadway uh, without commenting on it, not making it about that at all. It just was a part of the the scene. Um, and I just think it's a uh, sad and um, of of note that um, this theater, uh, the small little theater in Pittsburgh, is tr- did the same thing and unfortunately. Um, 
things didn't work out for them. Um, I support that theater, and or I support the people that came up with that decision, I should say, to actually include a, yes. gay, a gay couple in their ensemble and not comment on it. So shame on whoever decided to either pull that or say that's not going to fly because you yeah. you are a dinosaur. I'm sorry, that's that's such an antiquated way of thinking. Like there, I'm sorry, there are gay couples out there. Right, and the problem is that in the in the statement they sort of made it seem like it was implying that it was immoral, you know, and then that's even it's even more deplorable. But unless there's sexual activity happening on stage, no, it, I think it was of a family. It was a family behind, you know, be the hero of your story. <laughs> like if there's. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm then I'm like, well, that's just an odd creative choice. But I'm right. s- I'm sorry, get over yourself. Shrek so doesn't need that. so well, sh- anyway. so shame on this theater company for for saying that that is not allowed to happen. You are dinosaurs, absolute um, dinosaurs. My favorite things. What do mm. you got? Oh, Kevin. Oh, Rob. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna just be very transparent with our listeners. Um, oh, K- Kevin introduced <laughs> oh, no. me to oh, no. the the wonders of this wonderful thing. Um, but I'm going to celebrate a specific individual. I'm, I'm just going to say thanks to Derek Kobe for leading us all to this um, this place. Okay, my friends, here we go. <laughs> I can't believe we're doing this. I'm so excited. But I, but I think I, I think you're going to be happy with what I'm doing. So I'm, th- okay. full disclosure, this is something that I've stolen from Kevin. Um, there is a acting class. Um, that focuses specifically on song, monologue, and movement. It's in uh, Culver City, California. And it's uh, it used to be offered through the Culver City Adult School, but in oh. 2015 it sort of moved away from that and is now at the Grace Lutheran Church if you want to join. It's a weekday, Wednesday evenings for 10 weeks. Um, and the new class is starting, oh, it's, it's starting September 13th. So you want to get on there. There's a woman named Kathy Gabriel Wallace, and she does a class that is specifically geared towards uh, helping adults or children, whomever, but mostly adults, get better with their musical theater training. Now, these are individuals who don't do musical theater professionally. They just do it because they love it and they have a passion for performing. And there is absolutely nothing better than that. Um, There's a lot of students out there. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. Unfortunately, the way that most people know this school is because there was a very lovely lady named Anne Romalo, and she performed Gimme Gimme and Stars in the Moon and it sort of made the rounds, and people were very snarky, and shame on them, because my feeling is, if you you have to be brilliant and perfect in your art in order to be snarky about other people's art. That is my opinion, and that is my thought. Amen. So, unfortunately, there was a tension brought on to that because of Anne Ramallah, but I'm like, good for you, Anne, you're living your best life. So what Kathy has these individuals do is, is they pick a song, and then they are told to write a monologue that somehow is tied into the theme of this song and perform the monologue beforehand. So there's lots of performers, and the channel that you want to go to is called Tartan Bobs, T-A-R-T-A-N-B-O-B-Z. One more time, T-A-R-T-A-N-B-O-B-Z. Now, there's lots of individuals on there that you can watch, like Anne Romalo, um, who does Stars in the Moon and Gimme Gimme, and I'm like, good for her for living her best life. I wish I wish I had the guts to do that. I really do. Um, but the woman, there's a specific woman that I want to talk about today who is in the class. Um, because <laughs> if you watch her throughout the years, because they've now categorized the <laughs> videos by years. They do. You go to playlists and then you go to pick the year that you want all the way back to 2003, 2004. Um, her growth is kind of impressive. And so I think you can watch her growth. Her name is Helen Costa. She's the older lady. She is, I think, probably the oldest member 
of, of uh, Kathy's group. Um, Helen Costa um, is kind of a genius. I don't know how old Helen is, but she looks like a cross between Charlotte Ray and Olympia Dukakis. <laughs> Is she the other side of the tracks? No. Oh, no. I'm going to go through her song list right here. Hold okay. on. I'm holding it up oh, for sorry, you. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, the first video, that, trouble, the sorry. first song that Helen posted um, was from 2003, and she sang Falling in Love Again from The Blue Angel, uh, which is the old Marlena Diedrich movie. Now, what makes this really impressive is uh, Helen is up there in years, but she is wearing the shortest skirt I've ever seen anybody wear in my life, plus a garter and stockings, and she comes out and she straddles the chair like Marlena Dietrich. Um so that was her debut performance. You can start there. In 2004, she gave us some wicked tapping in Forget About the Boy, which was a group ensemble number, but they gave her the tap solo. And let me yeah. tell you, she kills it. Um, yeah. And then, now very interesting, she was so good, they let her do two songs in 2004. She did I'm Tired, which, as you know, is from Blazing Saddles and also a parody of Marlena Dietrich. So I kind of appreciate that she's given us this little arc to the, look at from 2003. Yeah. To, which I like a theme. There are other themes in Helen's work, especially that she hates men. A lot of her monologues that she's written about is how horrible her husband is and how she's killed her husband or she's killed her mistress. And that's sort of a recurring motif in Helen's work. But you uh -huh. can read all about that in my academic publication. Um, <laughs> Your research paper on this. I also want to applaud her because then not only does she do I'm Tired, she does Miss Otis Regrets. <gasps> a great Cole Porter song. But I want to applaud her. Okay, so most people come out and they their monologue is is a little generic and it's a little bit storytelling. And as you know in acting, you're not supposed to do a monologue that's storytelling. You're supposed to be active in your monologue. Right. You're not it supposed to be like, yes, you're not supposed the to song. Like, yes, exactly. <laughs> but for Miss Otis Regrets, she plays this old Southern woman who is very upset that Miss Otis has not shown up at all to the party. And then all of a sudden, the maid, Ellie Mae, comes in and mm -hmm. tells her, tells Helen, that uh, Miss Otis will not come. Now, you might ask yourself, well, of course, they probably had an extra member come up and play Ellie Mae. No, yeah. no, no. Helen plays both roles. Nope. She plays not only the woman waiting for Miss Otis, she also plays the great Ellie Mae. Um, and, she, and she does that thing where she, like, is talking as Miss Otis, and then she, like, walks to the other side of the stage nope. and looks, and she's Ellie Mae. She's kind of a genius like that. Okay, so... I don't, know if I've, I don't think I've seen that one. Okay, uh, well, now I'm, here's where I'm a little concerned, because 2005, there are no videos of her, so I don't oh. know if she was taking the class then. But in 2006, she does a great song off. called Memories, which is about her murdering her husband. She's on trial for murder of her husband. Oh, um, oh yeah, and I should mention also, in Miss Otis Regrets, Miss Otis Regrets because she doesn't show up because uh, Miss Otis is having an affair with a dirty, dirty man. So Helen and uh, men don't really seem to do well together. 2007, she's also on a break. I don't know where she was at that time. Maybe she was on tour. And then 2008, my favorite. She sings the song, Some of These Days. Some of these days, you're going to miss my hugging. You're going to miss my... Okay, very, usually... Uh, light. light. It's a lighter fare. Yeah. Her monologue beforehand is her showing up to her, mis her husband's mistress's penthouse, shooting the mistress then calling the police saying, come get me. It's uh, a little darker. It's a little darker because somebody else, I think, saying, I'm just wild about Harry, but did it as a Harry Potter fan. So while everyone else is going comic and light, Helen has a real nice dramatic undertone. Now, I want to applaud Helen here for something. She has issues with a phone. She has issues with the phone. She uses a phone a as a prop, yeah. and her direction was not to look at the phone when she was putting it, putting the receiver back in the cradle, and it causes some issues. But I applaud Helen because she never, she finally gets that receiver back in the cradle, but she never yeah. looks at it. Two thousand nine, <laughs> she's also not around. Two thousand ten, she gives us "Lonely at the Top," which is actually very touching. 
And then she does a song called What Can You Get a Nudist for Her Birthday? And she actually strips in the number and does a bump and grind, which is a little odd because the nudist in her bir- in the birthday is it's her sister, not her. But she has no problem getting naked as well. So I say good for Helen. I think it's nice to you know change up what the audience is expecting. 2011, yeah, she gives them. us The Lady is a Tramp. Then she gives us a song called The Glory of Love, which is about her monologue beforehand is about a woman being ignored because her husband is so much smarter than her. 2012 is A Shine on Your Shoes. 2013 is You and Me, where she sings about uh, being in the Easter parade. And then a personal favorite of mine, the last video of her that we know is from 2014. And she once again returns to her favorite some of these days, but this time with a different monologue attached to it. So she's rewritten. She knows. She could have easily gone on there and done the same crap again but she knows helen knows so i really want to applaud helen but to be honest with you take a look at her lonely at the top it's from 2010 it's kind of it really is kind of amazing and one of the things that i applaud about helen is there's actual growth in this acting class 10 years you literally 10 years of watching this you watch this woman for 10 for 10 years and like i said she starts off and it's kind of funny and silly and a little generic and then at the end she's actually breaking your heart with a song called lonely at the top um so congrats to helen costa from this wonderful class in culver city there's a lot of other videos on there people laugh at them my feeling is is you know what god bless for going out and spreading the joy of musical theater and inhabiting the yes. world of musical Amen. theater. But and my us joy too. But my 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 favorite thing is the one and only uh, Helen Costa. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Well done, my friend. And well done. What is your favorite thing, friend? Oh, man. Um, my favorite thing is a YouTube clip. I've been really big into the YouTube lately. Uh, Sutton yes. went away for DragCon. She's finally back. She had a great time with Sasha Valor. But um, now she's, uh, I mean, now I, I, I have all these YouTube clips that I was able to enjoy while I, she was away. Um, the first I would like to talk about in this episode is uh, an episode of D- the Dinah Shore show. I don't know a lot about Dinah Shore. I have to be honest with you. I know that she was more of a radio voice, that she was a, more of a, she's got a nice lighter timbre to her voice she's fine but in this episode, white bread and mayo is what i like to say about Dinah yeah Shore. white she's bread and pretty mayo. yeah it's very uh, of her generation but on this episode it's Kendra and ebb and liza minnelli so you are to type in Dinah Shore show Kendra ebb liza first thing that'll pop up it's an hour and 17 minutes it's a full episode um you'll get little blackouts when they go to commercial and then it'll just fast forward the t- 20 seconds and you'll get to the next thing. Uh, it's absolutely fascinating. Now, we've talked a lot about 
um, how I really enjoy, or we both enjoy these shows of the past because they're not precious. None, none of the actors or guests on these shows or hosts were precious about what they were talking. They, you really get a sense of who these people were. Nowadays, when you see people on shows, they've got a publicist, they've got all the, they're really careful about making sure they don't say something that's gonna go viral or, or they do or whatever. But I love the, the, how raw uh, they everyone was on these these older uh, variety shows. So on this episode, it's it's 1975. Um, it's Chicago is just getting known is just about to be done. Um, the movie Lucky Lady is just about to come out where they had written the song for Lucky Lady that starred Liza Minnelli. I don't know um, that movie. Uh, yeah, and then um, and then they sing a lot of their hits. So and and a couple things to look out for. <laughs> Both amusing and entertaining and um, insightful. Um, they Fred Ebb sings a lot of the songs. I'm just I'm not gonna. You're not gonna get a lot of Liza. It's a tribute to Candor and Ebb, um, and and it's interesting that the first song is Fred Ebb singing Liza with a Z, uh, while Liza sits and watches him sing it, which is kind of interesting choice. That's fine. And then uh, Dinah is pretty tofu as a as a host. They are so much more energetic than she is. So every time they cut to her and she asks a question, it's like she has no idea who these people are. Is it um, the set where she's sitting in all that wicker furniture? It, they do. They, well, I have to give them credit for this hour and 17 minutes. They are all over. The, I mean, they thought this episode out. Mm. They start with them sitting on the wicker furniture. And then they then all of a sudden, after the commercial break, they're all seated, beh- seated behind the piano. So it's Dinah, Fred, Liza, and then John at the piano, John Cantor at the piano. Then Liza, but then, but then when Liza sings, it sounds like a karaoke track of a quiet thing, bossa nova style. You know, this is the 70s that we like to reorchestrate things. So she sings, that's a quiet thing at behind the piano, bossa nova style with a live orchestration that sounds like karaoke it's very awkward the the chat that dinah has with them they finally um they sing they the next song is they sing sing happy but instead of it as a solo it's liza fred dinah and they each take half a verse (laughs) so it's but it's so it's so entertaining because liza is at a 12 Constantly. I mean, she's like, sing me a happy song about robins in spring. Fred, sing me a happy song with a happy ending. Dinah, sing me some cheerful. I mean, it was so boring. You've seen seen Dinah do the ladies who lunch, right? (laughs) It's like, Dinah, wake up. You're on. It's your turn to sing. I mean, she is so boring after the other two, but they don't vary it. They literally just take a line, take a line, take a line for the whole song. And then they all sing happy as uh, like this horrible unison. It's very strange, but kind of entertaining. Um, Dinah then sings My Coloring Book, which is probably one of the most boring versions of it ever. But, but right after that, she says, oh, they talk about this amazing performer that they all know and love named Gwen Verdone. She mispronounces Gwen Verdon's name. Who, Dinah? Yes. She keeps saying Verdone, and it's just so weird. And Gwen it's really, Verdone. Really um, but the big highlight of this episode, because ostensibly this was filmed in, in L.A., um, Cheetah shows up and surprises them all. So Cheetah Rivera shows up, but they don't. They honestly don't know. Liza loses her shit. I mean, she completely loses it. Starts crying. Fred starts crying. They're all like hugging each other. I mean, it is very, very, very authentic. They talk about Chicago and how amazing it is. They sing nowadays, um, and 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 it is like a, a masterclass watching mm. Liza mm. sing these songs and Cheetah as well. That uh, Liza sings uh, nowadays. No, what does she sing? Um, 
oh, how lucky can you get? And the, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed by how she fills the air in the song. I think it's a lesson to all young singers yeah. how to keep it active even when you're not singing. Um, and then Fred, of course, sings Mr. Cellophane. Uh, and, and they basically are introducing these songs to the public. They, they are, we take for granted how well we know all these songs, but this is the first time a lot of people have, were hearing these, these songs. Um, and, and then uh, it, it, I just want you to check out the awkward conversation at the end that Dinah has with Cheetah and Liza. Dinah is so clearly out of a fish out of water with these showbiz people. And, and watching her attempt to relate to them and connect with them is... Um, is is fascinating. It, it, but overall, I think this is such a beautiful um, celebration of Kander uh, uh, and and you uh, you hear them talk about their work, and they've only written like three or four shows at this yeah. point. They, their career, they haven't written New York, New York yet. They haven't written any of the other great hits, like The Rink, like we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. But, um, but you see them really at the start of their careers, or the first you know eight years of their career, and just how excited they are uh, to share this music with the world, and, and how the, the excitement, I mean, maybe with a little help, but Liza has a boundless energy, yeah. and she really is in peak form here. She had just done Liza with the Z, and uh, you can just—it's it, just great. It's just really, really fun to see these performers, um, and and it, they mess up. I mean, they, Liza misses her entrance, Dinah misses her entrance. They mess up the words, but it, I like that it's not perfect. I yeah. like that it is raw and messy, and the way that theater actually is—you yeah. know—it's not perfect. So um, I would check out this 1975 episode of the Dinah Shore Show with Kander and Ebb tribute with Liza and Sheeta on it. Amazing. And mine, once again, it's Helen Costa, but you're going to go to a channel called Tartan Bobs, T-A-R-T-A-N-B-O-B-Z. It's organized by year. You will find Helen Costa. You're so, welcome. You're, thank you. Thank you. I am eternally <laughs> grateful. All right. Thank you. Uh, till next time when I'll be Bye. on location from Baston. Yeah, that's right. Baston, where it's wicked. Where it's wicked, Boston, yeah. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. These are a few of my favorite things. Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.